What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Just One Fern. Right now, we currently have half a fern, and that is why I'm introducing things. Aaron blew out his voice last night. Uh, Aaron, why, why don't you uh, squeak that out for us? What happened? Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I was I, I was meeting my coworkers for the first time, and I've had a sore throat like all all week. And I was like really sick on Monday and Tuesday. I don't know why. I just I was I was very sick. Um, and so, but I felt pretty decent the past few days. So I decided to go meet my coworkers. Um, and we went to a bar that had music and it was just so loud. And so I was scream talking the entire time. And, uh, so, and like, I could feel my voice just leaving me as, as the night went on. So I'm here, you know, we got to do this show, got to get it done. But I asked mm -hmm. Lucas to, to take charge today cause I'm trying to not talk a lot. So. Yeah, that's uh, for everybody out there. The number one thing you can do for a broken voice uh, is to not talk. Just don't do anything. Try not to use your voice. Um, but we still got an interview in uh, mm -hmm. before Aaron ruined everything. Thank, thank God. <laughs> like I was just just thinking about that. Like yeah. if we had our interview like yesterday or today, like it would have been atrocious. It would have been so been bad. No good. Uh, but yeah, she was awesome. Av, mm -hmm. um, artist. She is. She has her own podcast. Like I think it's called Pop Star in the Making. Yes, um, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm. No, it's all right. it's really interesting too. Um, yeah. she she was pop star in training. Pop, pop star in training. That's, that's right. It, that's it. I had to flip my notebook over um, to all of our check it out. Students. So she kind of covers the whole uh, medium section. Everyone covers how do you start up? Mm. How do you get big? How do you get in the middle spot? And yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, it was, it was also, music's great. great so check yeah. that out. It's awesome. Um, Aaron, uh, how uh, how's everything going? Did you besides that? Is that is that the big thing that happening this week? Yeah, that's the big thing. I mean, not much. Oh, I started a basketball league. I started playing right. basketball. Um, I had eight points. Pretty good. I know. Uh, really? Yeah. What can I say? I had two three pointers and a two. So that's that's eight. That adds up to eight. That's eight, because I'm a mathematician. Uh, my how, how my many? team got shellacked. I mean, like, our, my team, it, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. We lost by, I think, 40 points. Atrocious. Oh, um, what was the score? 80 to 38. You got 10%. That's what you I'm saying. You got 10%. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I played pretty well. Wait, 80 to 30? 38. So you got eight of the 38. Correct. You're a top scorer. I'm a top scorer, exactly. <laughs> I'm top four player. What can I say? He starts. Ladies, he starts. I didn't start. I came off the bench, but next game I'm starting. You got eight sure. off the bench? Off the bench. Aaron Fern. Sixth, Aaron Fern. Sixth man Look of the that. year right here. That's me. <laughs> He's the fifth Stop beetle. It. Stop. Yeah. That's Let's awesome. See. That's that's cool. Thanks. I like basketball. <laughs> How are you? How's things going with you? Pretty good. I had a really big panic moment. So Recently, I went up to my aunt's. My aunt has a hot tub, so obviously, you know, hung out in the hot tub for a <laughs> while. Um, panic in the hot tub, as opposed to the disco. Mm -hmm. I put my phone on the hot tub cover. Okay. Hung out all night, you know. It was very cool. Uh, we went inside, um, and we hung out for a little bit. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know where my phone is. Uh, and I'm like, you know, we shut the cover. 
And th- but it had been like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like way too long for it to be in the water. So I'm yeah. like, I don't have that bad of luck. <laughs> I had a really arrogant thought. My my thought wasn't that I'm scared. I was yeah. like, no way. Not me. Yeah, no way. Couldn't no happen way. to me. <laughs> I walk outside. There it is sitting. Sitting on a seat like it's hanging out in the hot tub. Uh, like kind of up yeah. with the light on. Messages coming in. It's fine. It's just chilling like in the hot tub it's just hanging so out. I, I reach in i pull it out i go you okay bro and it said yeah i'm a little scared but i'm okay yeah and uh we, we've been chilling your phone um, was somehow like, it's fine yeah your phone was like uh when your kid a kid gets lost at an amusement park and you just find them on a ride yeah. they're just having yeah a good yeah yeah they're like, that's exactly. They didn't exactly. get scared at all. They're like, oh, I'm guessing I'm just gonna go on ride the Dumbo ride real yeah. quick, and it's the Dumbo. <laughs> Mom will find me if I get to the top part of the yeah. meet at the, the top of Space Mountain, and yes. then that's like, <laughs> it's always the weirdest meeting spots. Like, hey, meet at the candy shore where clearly <laughs> no other pedophiles will be. Like, <laughs> what? what? No are you other. About? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's clearly why they went missing. That's what, right, line. right. <laughs> so yeah. Let's let's meet. Let's meet. Um, you know the bathroom on Third Street, but it's like, but it's Leave like the, the upstairs park, bathroom. It's find the upstairs our car bathroom. and stay by the car. Like, just go. <laughs> but stay under there. the car, under the car, so you don't burn up. Because yeah. I might get lost. You know. That's always. <laughs> I love that you can't laugh. You're I trying your best not to laugh. Well, if I you're laugh, like, it's gonna be. I'm gonna start coughing. It's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, gonna hurt. Horrible. So you're doing this like old man, old lady laugh where you're like, man, if yeah. I let it go, I'm, I'm down bad. I like look lung. bad too. I'm like, ugh, I'm lethargic today. Oh well. You don't look that bad. What what's, what are you wearing? What do you got on your shirt? <laughs> you don't look that bad. <laughs> I just it's just a, Wait, a t-shirt. You look like you're hanging out. That's what I mean. I like, get, well, if yeah. bad is bad and good is good, you know, just mm-hmm. normal days would be in the middle. So it's not that bad, not that good. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're neutral. right. That's that's about what's happening. <laughs> Me, however, I look like I'm on a Hawaiian vacation. I know. You look stunning. You're ready for your your debut as lead host. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I was really excited for this. Um, I've -hmm. been doing my my grip strength. Look at those forearms. Look at those forearms. Massive. I was was telling Aaron earlier, uh, this muscle here is Richard, Mm -hmm. and this muscle here is Ricky. Yeah. That's because I think they're the same muscle, Mm -hmm. Uh, so they have to have the same name. Yes. Um, But I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Yeah, it's like conjoined twins. Right, right. Same you gotta give them the, gotta give them the same name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not allowed to have conjoined twins with different names exactly. because, because do they get? They I gotta split. ask you, Aaron. They can't split. So <laughs> do they get the same passport? This, do they get the same driver's license? I if feel like can... we could do an entire episode just on this topic. <laughs> like I have no idea what happens. Like, do they? How, are there? Can they even get on a plane? Like where would they sit? Do they need where two do they seats? Sit? Do they need two seats if there's two of them? Can they drive? Maybe they just take the test like everyone else. I'm gonna guess. But yes. what if what if one of them has ADHD? <laughs> and just oh, like, like one of them can't drive. Like one sure. of them literally can't drive. Like they cannot pay attention. Oh, so there's a risk. There's mm-hmm. a risk if that one takes yeah. control of the yeah. body. Yeah, like who's For in control? There's if there's there's two brains, one one body. Mm. I just don't understand. I, I feel I, it's probably a constant fight. It must be. It must be a constant fight. I have no idea what else would happen. 
That's you know that's some true brain games right there. Really watch brain really games. Brain games. <laughs> Great show. <laughs> that show honestly is just like, hey, we need another game show. Can we just think of something random? Like, well, there's a bunch of weird games we could make people play, and be like, mm-hmm. okay, so like every other game show. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just let's just do every let's game show. Do it. You know what? We never have fun anymore. Let's do it. If you get. If you if you get uh, this, will I get this? All right. Um. So Aaron sent me some pictures recently. I did. Not of uh, not of anything weird. Not of anything. Well, a little. It's a little. Okay. Weird. Things that are weird, but not weird enough for him to notice. So yeah. right. First things first. Mm-hmm. Does the is this girl actually on eHarmony? No way. <laughs> I sent. I saw this and immediately. Because I scrolled by and just assumed it was like someone I knew that posted a picture. <laughs> and I was like, because right. I was like, there's no way this isn't or like maybe it's an I don't know why I'd be getting an ad like this. So, of course, I thought, you know, I, if anything, I was like, oh, this must be like for getting bras or like leggings or something like this can't be <laughs> an ad for me. Right. And then I was like, wait a minute. Of course, I was stopped because it was a very attractive woman. And I was like, e if this was if this was <laughs> Tinder, maybe Why, or some yeah, maybe like Tinder, maybe Bumble. There is no one, and I mean, there can't <sighs> be anyone under the age of thirty-five on eHarmony. No way. <laughs> eHarmony. This I think, goddess E-Harmony is like not on first? eHarmony. No fucking. <laughs> they went on Google and just searched "hot girl," and then they picked one. She has to be got. number the first thing that comes up: hot, basic white girl. Yes, that and that is this is that. I mean, there's thinking, just there's just no way. I <laughs> and I like that I like that she's also rich, clearly, because look, yeah, look, how look high where she is. Living. Or she snuck there's into a, a skyscraper in the background. Yeah, she was she was there when they were filming a Fast and Furious movie, and somehow they're like, Oh, she's we just probably need hot in girls. We need hot girls, yeah. so you're gonna be yep. in it. Come on up. They took this photo, eHarmony stole it. because um, <laughs> I mean, there's no way, but brilliant on eHarmony's part. Yeah, if Extremely you're like a forty five year old man mm-hmm. and you go, Well, I'm gonna be I could be getting girls like these. Well, I thought over you are with me. She's pretty. <laughs> That's what I think would happen. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> like, oh, I could have I could have that girl. I'm going on the army. Take my free quiz now. Uh, sure, shit didn't study. Let I just think it's pass. first of all. I can't believe you have to take a quiz to use the harmony. <laughs> what is the quiz? What could what you possibly quiz? be quizzed on? Like, are you quizzed? I don't. I don't understand. I guess because eHarmony's like, all right, you're there to find a relationship, but like, right? If you're, doing are you done qu- with casual flings? That's not that's question. That's question one. one, and then question number two is just. Type in your email and send it in. Like that's that's question. <laughs> there's no other question. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole quiz. That's and then there's questions. no. There's the second question is the picture of this girl. It says, "Do you think she's hot?" And yes. And then you immediately sign up. <laughs> like there's no other answer. What happens if you say no? I think it's just grayed out. You can't click no. You just have to click yes. If you say no, they bring you in faster because there's clearly so <laughs> many other people that are so. <laughs> Please, not okay, we like have. Her. You don't think she's hot? We have the perfect selection for you. Please come here. We will find you exactly the right. Re- Apparently, you, we could find you 10 girls that you would like. 
It's just crazy. I mean, there obviously there are probably many, many attractive women on eHarmony, but it's just oh, like I'm sure, I'm sure. It's I just, mean, it's I just not, thought not that her. this ad was just not her. So goddamn funny. Like, no way in hell is this true. Yeah. Well, dude, it's like those you know the cereal ads. They they never use milk. They always use glue. Yeah. You yeah. hear about that? Yep. Mm-hmm. So the ad is always a little unrealistic. So sorry, sorry for uh, for. The people taking the quiz because yeah. you know, I'm sure they put in their best effort. Yeah. You know who would fall for this? Is Dragon Man. Dragon Man would. Now this is Dragon Man. Aaron sent me this as mm-hmm. well. Breaking news. Scientists announced that a massive fossilized skull is at least 140,000 years old and may be a new species of ancient human. Yep. The researchers named the new species Homo longi. Mm-hmm. And gave it the nickname Dragon Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why Dragon Man? <laughs> oh, I don't. I just, first of all, the skull is like is so fucking cool. Like it's hilarious and cool. Like it looks like yeah. a straight up alien from like. Uh, I'm trying to think of the specific movie. Um, oh, it's like, like the, it's like the no. You know who it looks like? Have you ever seen Scooby Doo Cyber Chase? No, or cyberspace, <laughs> cyberspace. I think it is. I don't remember. Cyberspace. What it is. I know cyber chase. Those cyber chase is kids. a TV show. Um. Uh. So what? Why? What? He looks like the. He looks like the, the lightning villain? bolt guy. Yeah, the villain. I don't know. I don't, to but, me, it looks like it looks like a kid was told to make a skull with play doh. That's exactly and this is, what it this is. is what he made. And the I mean, brow is eyes. just gigantic. Well, this guy doesn't even eyes. need a hat. That's no. how far out his eyebrows come. Yeah, he he's his eyes are it's, protected. And how long do you the think dragon. the lashes were? How long do you think the lashes were on this? A foot. Mm-hmm. At each, least. Each, each a foot. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the diameter was an inch on each of those lashes. Yeah, those they, lashes. they were heavy. He, they didn't, were, ha- he didn't have any well, problem he, sleeping. He was, a tired, he was a tired boy because his, his eyelashes were so heavy. Yeah. And that's why they went extinct. He's got to carry see. around that fat fucking skull. Of course they're going to be tired. Do you think... <laughs> <laughs> I something I also noticed that I I can only think is not a good thing is mm-hmm. they named him that they found they found the skull in China and they named him Dragon Man. Yeah. And, and that seems racist. And there's that no seems wrong. There's, the reason it sounds racist is because they give no explanation. <laughs> they don't. The only there things we no, know The only thing I can think of is they're old. like, oh, it's a, and it's he's a Chinese. Big, it's a big skeleton. It's a big skull. Dragon. Well, let me tell you, or let me ask you a question, I guess, then scientists. Have you ever found <laughs> a dragon skull? No, because they don't fucking exist. <laughs> so why would you call this a drag dragon man? Could he fly? Could he breathe fire? Do you know? <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, they, actually, they found a big lighter lodged in his throat. That's how they know. That's how they know, they know he could he could breathe fire. This is just a guy from like 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, they, the comma's just like a, a decimal place. It's actually what, like not even 140. It's 140 like minutes ago they mm-hmm. found him. Um, but I, th- he, I thought this was fake. Stoner. But it's the New York is Times. Is it real? It's the yes. New York Times, so it has to be like pretty real. But yeah, I now, think it's crazy that it's a giant. Something- <laughs> of course, it's called Dragon that's, Man. Like that's something's wrong here. But also something to note. Um, humans have been around for I think the last two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand years. Yeah. You, so yeah. Dragon Man lived with 
man man regular man yeah homo so sapien. like do you think man man was like no nah, we've had enough of you and like do you think that's where like racism started with with Dra- dragon man versus dragon man, man? <laughs> I you never know you never know well yeah i'm sure dragon man was not was not very much appreciated because he could it's breathe possible. fire and i'd be jealous i'd certainly be jealous i would be extremely jealous so i don't blame him and they were i mean i don't know how cavemen were but i'm pretty sure they were just violent oh yeah oh yeah for sure so like, well do you think and here's here's a counter is if he can breathe fire can we technically breathe water because we can spit Um, I don't know how to answer that, but I guess... Well, think, like, if he could spit fire, mm-hmm. you would say he can breathe fire, Well, is right? he spitting fire or is he breathing fire? What's the difference? Like, what if you're just like, and it's just a fireball? Like, that's different than being like, <laughs> and it's fire coming out of your mouth. <laughs> well, when I go, it's like... Like, Dragon Man, this. Dragon Man in fourth grade shooting spitballs, he killed some kids, <laughs> like... <laughs> Was bad. He's, a, he's a villain. He yeah. sounds like a he sounds like a Marvel comic. I, oh, you know Dragon what we should do? Man. You know what we should do, Lucas? This is our chance to what? get into the movie industry. We need to write a Dragon Man movie right now and get on top of this because <laughs> someone else is gonna. And we have to They will. We have to they call will. M. Night Shyamalan. We have to let him know. Um because this is possible. I think we could make a really good movie about like war between man and dragon men. And dragon men. Yeah. You know what? And I think at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. Dragon Man persists. Dragon Man, it we they don't they never said Dragon Man is extinct. Yeah, think they, about this. True, in the article they didn't say at all that he's not alive now. That like that so, species is not alive. So this develops into a small clan of Dragon Men who are too powerful, mm-hmm. just like just like the wizards in Harry Potter. You know, they got yeah. a big castle they go to. They run into mm-hmm. walls, they hang trains, and yeah. flying cars. Um, but they don't need to because they can fly and breathe fire. You know what, Lucas? That skull kind of looks like Voldemort a little. Not gonna lie, he doesn't have a nose. He gives a little, and we all know that skulls have noses. So <laughs> every skull has a nose. Always. But you know what? The funny thing is, this is just probably just a fat ape. Like this is just a gorilla. This this can't be like an actual other human being. Like this He's is a just homo. This was a guy that was just. Like halfway through evolution, you know, like he, he, this is the halfway point. <laughs> what do you mean? Between ape and human. Like this was. This is the missing link? Yeah. A dragon. A dragon man. Correct. So like a gorilla and a dragon somehow had a kid and this is, this was him. That's hot. It's pretty hot. That is, that's just hot. <laughs> Hot. No, but it's That's... crazy. I want to know what happens next. Like, I want to see what, where where do we go from this? Exactly. I, like this, I, and is I love that it's useless information. News, kind of like this is so useless to us. Like, what? Find another, and then figure out, draw a picture, and show me what it looked like. Like, this is what Dragon Man looked like. I I, I anybody anybody out there who's listening, please mm-hmm. draw a picture of Dragon Man and submit him, please, to us so we can turn him into an M Night Shyamalan. Directed movie. Yes, M. Night Shyamalan. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty yeah. big news. Pretty big news. It's pretty, it's, I'm very excited to see what happens with Dragon Man. Me too. And I'm um, excited for our movie. I'm excited for our movie too. Thank you. Aaron, so I have another question for you. Okay. 
This is one I thought of this weekend. I thought of it this morning. Okay. <laughs> if you, mm-hmm. if you were to make a quilt out of your underwear, okay, and sleep naked under it, are you sleeping in the nude or are you sleeping in your underwear? Wow. Call me Aristotle. I will. Then do it. I don't fucking know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you're really Aristotle, about Aristotle, this. you're killing me. It's like you. Because <laughs> what I mean, are you sleeping in the nude or are you sleeping in underwear? Is that the question? Are you sleeping in the nude or are you sleeping in your underwear? I don't think you're, you're not, you're under your underwear. You're not in it. Uh-huh. You know, like you're in, if you're like what we're wearing right now, I know you go commando most of the time, but if you like are what we're wearing right now, underwear, we're in it. But like, if right. it was just oh, so you have to be inside? A blanket, like you don't say I'm in a blanket, do you? Hey, well, it depends. Well, are you, I would say are I'm you, under a blanket. Are you cocooned in it? If, like, you're usually under a blanket. Well, what if you wrap the quilts around you? But you do like say you're in, you're in your sheets. I do say, like, I'm in, like, when you're in the sheets. I'm in bed. I'm in bed. And when yeah. you're just on bed. You're not in the bed. You're just on it. Right. So... I, and listen, it doesn't have to just be this quilt. Your whole mm-hmm. bed can be made out of your stinky underwear. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's true. I don't know. I would guess that I would still say yes because you're not wearing the underwear. Like you're like you're not nude, mm-hmm. or you are you are sleeping nude. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I agree with you. I think you are nude. You're sleeping nude. You just look like a fucking idiot. You look Correct. Insane. You just look absolutely insane. Um, I asked my uncle this. Shout out to Uncle Bob uh, from Hillbilly's Bob's Garden. Oh. Uh, uh, closer this season, though, unfortunately. Is he close with Billy Bob Thornton? They're brothers. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that. Like, his first name isn't even Bob, and, like, it's Billy. No. I was like, I could have gone with so many other fucking Bobs. <laughs> There are a b- Bob could have gone Bill- Bob Saget. <laughs> yeah. So many other Bobs, and I went fucking Billy Bob Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Um, he said both. He said you would be naked in your underwear. That is wrong. <laughs> that is just <laughs> a wrong answer. <laughs> I mean, so he's, the, so he's the kind. Does he want to watch the world burn? Because that sounds like the type of person that would want to watch the world burn. Because they're like. <laughs> I'm not going to answer your question. It's like when you're playing, would you rather? And you're like, oh, would you rather do this or this? And it's like two hypotheticals that would never fucking happen. They're like, oh, well, I, I can't answer that. Like, I, I wouldn't do either. Say. I wouldn't do either of them. I was like, no shit, you wouldn't. Nobody would. But like, you got to <laughs> pick one. Wow. Wow. I bet you thought you got out of that one. You fucking genius. Einstein over here. Look at look at this guy. Look at this guy not playing the game. Yeah, you're a lot of worst. fun. He just wants to see the world burn. He uh, it's like yeah, the, it's like the kid that he's a avoidant. It's have you avoidant. seen the the um the videos of the like the kid that's no fun like the TikTok videos? It's the guy no. who's like he does like that weird like lisp voice and he like acts like he's like a child. He's like the kid that's no fun on like doing this or like at, oh at, he's always yelling. He's always yelling. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. And yep. he says Greg. He like says Greg. his friend Greg. Yeah. 
So funny. That's it. But that's what that reminds me of. Like, he'd be the kid that'd be like, no. Like, I'm not. No. I'm not I just that. got this. It's not yours to play with right yeah, now. Exactly. That guy. <laughs> I don't know why I threw that in. I know. That was rough. That was, that was right. tough to watch for me. Yeah. I'm going yeah, uh, to ask you to cut that out. Uh, <laughs> go find it in there somewhere, please. It's God. A, ask Kenny. Um, All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Aaron, what is the viability of a shark as a boyfriend? <laughs> Where did, is this something you thought of this morning too? Aaron, Aaron, this is this is if I was in charge. If this was my podcast, this is the type of content. <laughs> it would just be out. you asking me questions. <laughs> I got more, baby. I got um, more. Vi- is is a shark a viable boyfriend? Yes. What is the viability of a shark as a boyfriend? Uh, Any shark. Prob- probably. Am I a shark? Then, yeah. Probably pretty good. What? Are you, ladies, he's lonely. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> are you asking? Are you no, saying? I don't know. They wouldn't what be. What is that? <laughs> they'd be horrible as boyfriends. But could they be your boyfriend? I, Listen. It's 2021. <laughs> Any, <laughs> anything can happen. Okay, there are uh, there are furries. Do you think there are scalies? <laughs> <laughs> That's new. That's <laughs> Do you think like I'm a scaly actually. <laughs> <laughs> I fantasize I like, about having sex with sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I like to lay eggs and piss solid. <laughs> I only oh, drink ridiculous. salt water. <laughs> I like to <laughs> holy shit. I like to lay out in the sun and just let what happens happen. <laughs> That's terrible. Scalies. I don't so, look it up. Uh, they could it. be. They could be your boyfriend. Sure. It. Dragon Man is a scaly. Yeah. Yeah. So they could be your boyfriend. Sure. Why not? Yeah. All right. Um, I think I think you'd run into a problem. You would. Because a couple. Well, they have three hundred teeth. 300. I think it's 300, right? It's a lot. Is it? It's not in the thousands. Back. It's not in the thousands, is it? Tens of thousands? There's a three in there. <laughs> That's all I know. There's a, there's a three in the, in the number. <laughs> there is. And so we're pretty, that gives us a really close <laughs> I'm estimate. pretty certain. So. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would put, really I would put that on my AP bio test if anyone. Aaron is an so. avid watcher of Shark Week. No. But it is Shark Week next week. So how do I know that? <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> is it really Shark Week? It's next Shark week? week next week. Yeah. And I just happen to think of sharks. That's you cool. are brilliant. Just killing it. Everyone, comment down below if you like Lucas as the host. We won't officially change it, but but maybe maybe I get more shots. It'll help his ego for sure. <laughs> <laughs> It'll boost him up. He needs it. I uh, I please God. <laughs> Um, I, and here's one of the things, you know, sharks, sharks continually move forward. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have the energy to keep up with your boyfriend, he will just leave you. Yeah. It's his fault. Yeah. You guys got to keep swimming with him and you're going to get tired. Just keep swimming. Um, I think sharks are kind of cute. So that's kind of good. Well, that's good for you. you, Are you telling me your boy, you have a boyfriend that's a shark? Not yet. Not yet. I'm I'm hashing it out with you right now. You're making pros cons list. We're trying to figure it out. Of course. Yeah. Um, because I, I may or may not be a scaly. Well, we're gonna mm-hmm. find out in time. Um, <laughs> sharks are cute. That's mm-hmm. a pro. Um, I'm gonna say con is I think they 
they can have a little bit of a temper. They do. Ooh. They can get a little now, mad. Some people like that. They some might want to like go to anger management. Yeah. Um, um, you never know what's going to happen with them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not good. I was going to say uh, something. I was going to say something really bad, but I decided not to. Is it about how how awesome their dorsal fin is? It actually was about how awesome their dorsal fin is. Tell me. I wasn't at all about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh, no. Should, I'll, I'll change it up a bit. It, if you get a bloody nose, your boyfriend Uh-oh. will eat you. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, your boyfriend. <laughs> you cannot get hurt in front mm-hmm. of this boyfriend. You cannot get hurt. You have to be a strong person. Mm-hmm. But if some if somebody you don't like, if there's somebody you don't like, give them a bloody nose. Your boyfriend will take push him exactly. Boom, done. You start it. Your boyfriend will finish it. Yeah, but then they go into a fit of rage, and then they might eat you too. Well, that's that's why I would wear unless my they're bikini. full. Just make sure that so they're that full they, beforehand. I, so like they're they're like make sure that this person you hate is their dessert. Like they're gonna be full afterward. Right. Right. Or they're a large person. Mm-hmm. You're just very small. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Shark Boy at a ten. Okay. For for viability. Perfect. Okay. And then uh I, I before we like uh finish things up here, uh I do really quickly want to talk about one thing that's really important and that is Ed Sheeran is now emo. Big. This is huge. I don't know if you saw his I haven't listened to the song yet. Came out today. Um, what is it? I think it's called what, what? Bad Habits, and he's like just like his eyes are black and his like hair. He looks like the Joker almost. Like it's crazy. No, yeah. no yeah. way. I gotta look this up. What do you What do you think happened? You look in the mirror or something? He might have. I mean, he's he doesn't need to impress anyone. So do what you. Oh want to do, man, you know? yeah. yeah. Look at that. And it's his Glam. first first solo song. Well, he did Afterglow. Which is like the opposite of this. Like Afterglow is just like a really acoustic, beautiful song, and then he comes with this, and I don't. I think it's a little bit more on the rock side, but I'm not sure. He has fangs like a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, he he, he kind of makes him more attractive. I hate to say it. <laughs> kind of a little bit, yeah. True. I, it's it's a little weird, but you know what? Maybe his maybe his wife is really into it. Maybe that's why he did it. Does he have a wife? He does, yeah. She is not a famous person. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's usually a good thing. Yeah. Oh, oh! I came up to this image. Check this out. Um, it's kind of cool. Stop! This image was hot linked. <laughs> so I like that. Um, I like uh, that. A you lot. really you you just like that picture. But here I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. So if you haven't seen, this is what yes. Ed Sheeran looks like now. This is Ed Sheeran right now. Um, he looks like. Uh, this is what he used to look like. Mm-hmm. This is what he looks like now. Yes, this is. Uh, this is what he looks like when he's being kind of sexual. This is what he's. Age. No, this is when he's beaten up by Batman in the movie. <laughs> I really it's think people, he, we I, killed the Batman. Like I feel like he looks like Joker's younger uh, can brother. Can we cut like, that out is, too? That was kind of cringy. Can no, we cut this. That out too? <laughs> what I just did. Can we cut that out, please? I'm not cutting anything out right oh now. God. Um, also, can. Can you guys see that I have fucking Yahoo? Yeah, you're an idiot. Why? I just That's not me. You never had that happen. You're out you like look something up and it just all of a sudden it's Yahoo and not Google. Yeah, but that only happens when like you've had a virus on your computer. Well, how do I know if I have a But then I What do I 
What do I do? No, I actually have no idea. I feel like I've I've looked up something and it's like gone to Yahoo every once in a while, and I'm just like sometimes right, it goes to I, Bing and it's like what the hell? When I do settings and I go in here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, probably like clear that up. That'd be good. Um, Jesus and we go Christ. down and we go down here and we go to Google. Oh, it says why is it all? Maybe search Yahoo. Well, this is so now we should be able to go poop, and we're back to Google. <laughs> Glad to see it. Okay. Well, so where were you going with this? I was just saying he's emo, and it's I think it's crazy. I'm into it. I'm Good kind of you, into Ed. it too. This is his uh like start of his like new album, I think. So should be interesting for Eddie. sure. Um, but yeah, that's all the that's all the time we have for today, Lucas. So why don't you uh close us out? while we send it over to our interview. All right, so that's all the time we have today, Aaron. Um, so I'm going to close it out while we head over to our interview with Av. Uh, thank you so much, Av, for coming on. It's a great interview. Stick around. All right, everyone. Today we have Av on, and uh, you might know her from her recent album, Burn Book, or her podcast, Pop Star in Training. Um, before we get into all of that, I'm sure we'll hit every topic, but how are you? How are things going for you? So well, probably the best they've ever gone. Thank awesome. you. How are you guys doing? Great. I'm doing great. I'm doing well. Good. Good. Lucas, you doing well? I I am doing absolutely uh, splendid. That's right. great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome. All right. So I guess let's just hop right into things and let's start talking yeah. about your uh, most recent album. Um, would you call it like an album or an EP? Kinda. You burn book. More like an EP. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And so it started out with your single, correct, um, Black Silverado. That was the first yes. uh, single that you put out f- of this group of songs. Um, when did that first come out? So that first came out in, um, I think it was July 30th of last year. So we're okay. coming up a year. Wow. Um, and I had written that song years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I played it for a friend. Um, and she was like, hey, you should you should put that out. And I was like, I've, I only have one song out. I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know if people are going to like this. And then we sat down and she was like, oh, I have a good video idea for it. And I was like, really? And we released the song and the video at the same time. And it was like crazy. People were like, this is, they really like, so nice. I, that was happening. Yeah. Was I mean, that's it. amazing. I feel like that happens a lot with different artists where they'll have a song that they have written like Lucas and I are both musicians as well and we we have songs that like we've written that are just throwaways you know that are, aren't gonna ever make it out or anything like that but yeah. I think that barrier to overcome is to just release it so do you think this helps you get to the point where you were then like let's release a whole EP slash album absolutely I just didn't expect anyone to care that much about the song and then <laughs> yeah. people did and it was like my most liked video on Instagram wow. and I was like Wow, that's weird. Like, yeah. I just didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, and then I it's called my producer. Surprise. Yeah, a pleasant <laughs> surprise for sure. I called my uh, friend who does all my music. He produces mm-hmm. all my music. And I was like, hey, um, this is a weird question. But like, do you want to like make a whole album? And he was like, we're in different states. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> just try it. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's how that happened. Nice. Did you have any of the songs already, like, that were on this EP? Were any of them written before you had put out Black Silverado? Yes, all of them, actually. And I guess I just remember sending them to my producer, James, like, you know, months before. And he was like, well, why don't we put this on the album? Why don't we put this on it? And we, I think it was in, like, 24-hour turnaround time. He's like, I want to start with Black Silverado. And the next day... He sent me a track. He's like, you like this? 
what? Wow. Yeah. I was like, really? yeah, I love that. How that's did you amazing. do that? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy to see a, that's how you know a producer is really into what they're working on is when mm -hmm. they get it done so quickly. Because I mean, I've worked with people that it'll take them months to finish something. And I mean, no, I mean that's amazing like that you had it done that quickly. It's actually kind of blowing my mind that that happened, but that's so cool. Yes. Yes. That's great. Exactly. So how does that, how is the online uh, production work? Like, how, is it, do you guys have a good back and forth, it seems, or was it difficult? I mean, it was both of our first times doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, okay. It, I mean, we have a great back and forth as far as our, like, friendships. So I guess it just naturally applied. Mm -hmm. um, we mm -hmm. definitely hit some bumps in the road for sure. Like, I think there were a few times he, I was like, hey, this is what I want. Here's a reference song. Reference song. And then he sent it and I was like, not really what I was going for. Let's back it up. Let's strip it down. And then we were always able to just like redo it. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like we were just on the same wavelength. Yeah. So it ended up working out great. That's huge. I mean, that's so important yeah. for any project going forward. And so with all of those songs, you said, he said Black Silverado is the first one you want to do. Was that your favorite song off this or was there other songs that maybe were more in your head and you know stuck out more to you or was that your main one um I think Caliger was my favorite it's probably still my favorite song I've ever written mm -hmm. and um when I we ended up doing that one I think last because it was so special to us okay we yeah. were so excited about it um and I think it's still my favorite on the album and song I've ever written so Nice. And so, yeah. I mean, collaborating online is always so incredibly hard. So, I mean, props to you guys for actually completing that and doing all of that work. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, and the final product was amazing. How many, like, how successful has it been for you so far since you released the entire EP? You know, I'd say the most life-changing aspect of it was... A lot of the songs on the album have to do with the Me Too experience that I went through. And I didn't quite say that at the beginning because I, of course, wanted everyone to relate however they wanted to. Mm -hmm. But certain people that went through similar experiences caught on really quick. And yeah. I still get DMs to this day. It's been out like 10 months now or something. I still get DMs of people saying, hey, like, I just listen to your album for the first time. I had no idea what you went through. I would love to share your, my story with you. I have a story. Like, wow. I'm so sorry you went through that. And when I play the shows live, a few weeks ago, I played um, Caliger live and it was so scary. It was my first time playing that song live. And mm -hmm. I was, I just had a gut feeling about it. I was like, yeah. I'm just going to go for it. Mm -hmm. And I would say four or five different girls came up to me that night that I did not know. Wow. And they were like, they pulled me to the side. They're like, hey, that song hit home for me. And I was like, hit home, hit home. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I love yeah, that it resonates wow. with you, but I hate that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was probably the most amazing, you know, like mm -hmm. streams are one thing and, and video views are another thing or whatever. But hearing that it resonated with people that much that they want to share their story and come forward and feel like they're less alone hands down the best feeling in the world yeah yeah that's a whole other like level of yeah. connecting with your fans or like people yes. like that yeah. has to mean so much like i think that's like kind of more of a core reason why we make music right yeah yeah and the fact that you kind of nailed that is awesome that's i mean you. I, like yeah. you said like it sucks that it had to resonate but 
at the same time, it, it matters. That's, that stuff matters, for it's, sure. It, I, I agree with Lucas there. It's it's very important that, you know, I, I to go through something like that must have been so traumatic, and I can't even imagine having to go through something like that. But to then put that into music to give to other people who have had those same experiences, that's just incredible. And I give, you, you know, I'm sure people are very, very thankful that you did that because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you find a song that speaks to you like that, you're going to want to listen to it on repeat and you're going to want to listen to it over and over again. And it helps you through your situations, wh- you know, whatever it may be. And so I think that's incredible. That's probably the best possible outcome for any song is to have it resonate like that with people. So, I mean, congratulations to you on that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank and is you. it mostly that song, Caliger, that's what you think resonating with people? Um, Caliger... And Joey, I would say, are the two. Um, mm. And those, they're both about the same thing. Meredith, wait, is it Meredith? Meredith resonates with people too. I would say it's mostly Caliger and Joey that people catch on. And they're like, yeah, damn, like, I wish I had that song when. That's mm. that's one compliment I got once. Right. And they were like, I wish I had that song in high school. And I was yeah. like, oh. That's that right. makes me so sad, That's but like, but, wow. But your songs, yeah. songs in high school are like, that shapes everything. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so yeah. I kind of noticed when I was listening to the EP that like the transitions between songs, when it was going through, it started more mellow and then kind of got deeper and deeper. Was that the intention behind it? Yeah, I didn't want to scare anyone in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> yeah. um, we were like, let's ease them into this because it it was meant to be a really like dark, vulnerable album. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. that was just something I needed to get off my chest. I wasn't thinking about like, you know, um, I wasn't thinking about like variety or anything like that. I was just thinking like, these are the songs that mean the most to me and I'm going to put them out. And if they all are sad and heartbreaking, like, let's go for it. I, yeah. Like sad girl hours. I don't know yeah. what to yeah. tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we put the more mellow, um, more surface level, if you will, songs gotcha. at the beginning, just not to scare people. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's yeah. always a, I say this a lot to the musicians that we have on here. I feel like there's two kinds of releases. There's an EP that is, a bunch of songs that they have been written thrown together and just like put out. And then there's an EP where every song relates to a single thing, relates to an emotion, relates to a feeling. And I feel like that's what this was. And I always feel like those stand out so much more um, because you're taken on a journey with that person. And I really think you guys did a great job with that um, creating this. So congratulations to you again. Thank Um, you. You're welcome. Um, But so working off like, working through Zoom and all this stuff with your producer, I also noticed that you do a lot of writer's rounds. So yes. I would love to talk about yeah, how so you cool. started that. What what was the <laughs> mindset behind that? What was, what was that process like? Yeah, so, I mean, we were just in the midst of a pandemic and I decided to stay home um, and not attend Belmont in person. Mm-hmm. Um, just given the state of the world, I was afraid I'd get sent back home. And it was, it was such a mess in the spring semester to get sent home that I was like, I don't want to take this risk. Mm -hmm. So I ended up staying home in New York. And at that point I was just feeling really left out of the whole music scene. I was creating at home and that was really fun. And I was getting to communicate with James, but I was just like, wow, like the music scene never fully shut down here in Nashville. So I was just like, ah, 
Like, what am I going to do to fix that? Nothing like that happens in New York. Mm -hmm. Like, at, at least where I'm from, the music scene's kind of dying there. And I was like, how could I fix that problem? And so I decided to host virtual writers rounds. And I did it. I was just going to do it once and see mm -hmm. how it went. So I started recruiting people and finding talented people, finding people on TikTok and being like, hey, do you want to like jump on the Zoom call and just like play a song or two? Yeah. People loved the idea because everyone was kind of stuck at home. Mm -hmm. And unlike Nashville, there were a lot of people all over the country. And honestly, it got to all over the world eventually um, wow. where people didn't have the kind of live music that Nashville did yeah. during something so global and, and yeah. intense. Mm -hmm. So the first one went really well. And at the end of it, I said, there were like, I think there were like 25 people on the call. Wow. And at the end of it, I said, would anyone be interested in doing this again? And people were like blowing up the chat. They're like, wow. yes, 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 100%. Wow. When is the next one? I'll be there. And I was like, wait, really? So That's I got so really cool. excited. Yeah. And then I had 10, 10 in total. We did uh, nine more after that. Wow. So, and so you only did 10. You haven't been doing them recently? I stopped in... May only because I just got really busy this summer. I have an internship, a job, classes. Um, I'm creating this album that's coming out next year. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I'm just going to put it on pause until September Gotcha. and restart because sure. a lot of people have been reaching out and they're like, hey, when's the next one? I'm like, soon, not soon <laughs> enough, but soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for our listeners that, that maybe don't know about writer's rounds because Lucas and I mean, like, I don't know about Lucas, but so we're also from New York, but we're from upstate. Oh, I don't know okay. whereabouts you're from, but I'm from Syracuse. And I had never heard of writer's rounds until I got down to Nashville. I had no really? idea what they were. I didn't. I just didn't know that yeah, they was existed. Kind of clueless. And okay. um, I would. And so it took us a while to actually figure out what they were. But for people that probably there are probably listeners from New York that don't know what they are. Could you explain how that worked, especially in your setting? Yeah, absolutely. So here in Nashville, I guess I guess I say really, but I guess the same with me. Once I got here, I finally understood what writers' rounds are. Mm -hmm. But basically, everyone sits um, up on a stage. There's like three to four people normally, and you just go one by one, and everyone plays an original song, and you keep doing rounds of that. Um, normally, there's three to four rounds. So I thought, well, if how do I make this virtual? And I just saw a bunch of people doing these virtual concerts. And I was like, well, if they can hop on a live stream and just play songs for a few hours, mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't it, why wouldn't I be able to transfer that into a writer's round setting and get a bunch of people involved? Yeah. So the way it would work is basically everyone would sign up through a link that I sent out on my Instagram and through my email list. And then I'd put together a set list and we'd all just hop on the Zoom call. Mm -hmm. Everyone make sure their sound's working and yeah. their cameras are on. And I would just read down the set list and be like, okay, Brittany, you're next. Like, what are you playing for us tonight? And everyone would do like one or two songs depending on yeah. how many people were there. So and it was cool. awesome. It was so fun. Yeah. Now, I saw something on your website. Uh, you listed some of the countries and one of them was Estonia. Is that true? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's crazy. It's just like, it's how mind blowing. <laughs> no. How did that happen? You forget Estonia exists. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know. I was like, oh, I forgot it was a country, a place. That's I know. awesome. Me too. Well, so I guess through my recruiting, I was just finding a bunch of people that had amazing talent and everything and looking up different hashtags, finding people. Mm -hmm. And I guess through that, a bunch of people responded and everyone got on. And then I heard someone 
or I saw someone type in the chat, they're like, hey, how long does this go until? And I told them and they were like, cool, because I'm in a different time zone. And I was like, oh, what time zone? And they're like, well, I live in Estonia. And I was like, wow. I was like, everyone pause. I was like, Carlos, I was like, can you, can you talk for a second? I was like, where are you? And he was like, it's midnight here. I really wanted to be here. And I live in Estonia. I don't like, what on earth? Mind blowing. It was crazy. That's that, cool. Yeah, that's such cool. a cool moment, though, that you were able to have that big of an outreach. That's you reached insane. Estonia. That's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who can I'll say that? Who, no, one, I, no one could say that except for you. I feel like you're the only person that was able to reach Estonia. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, it was crazy. I actually had, I think it was like the seventh or eighth round. I was getting so many people from different countries and requesting different, like requesting earlier times for the rounds because of their time zones mm-hmm. that I was like, you know what? I'm going to have an international round. It got to that point. I wow. never, wow. ever would have thought that something like that could happen. And we had a round where I think someone was from Australia. Someone came from London. Estonia, uh, Carlos came. Estonia, Italy. These people were, like, up at, like, midnight. <laughs> like they were just like, yeah, just we really want to play. Yeah. That's wow. so cool. It's absurd. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you plan on maybe doing those again ever? Or is that something that you think you'll have to put in kind of your back pocket if you ever need it again I think I would like to do it again in the fall and do the international rounds too mm-hmm. um just once I have a little bit more time on my hands I, I yeah. actually have had a few people reach out and say they'd love to like partner with me which would be nice because it doesn't seem like a lot of work it's just it's more time consuming than you'd think to like reach out to people advertise it put together everything reach out to, like it's yeah. just a lot of outreach, and yeah. I knew I couldn't do it this summer. Yeah. But if I have more time in the fall, I would love to do that again. Yeah, no, I totally I totally understand. That's what we have to deal with for this podcast all the time. It's like yep, sure, I know you know. Making sure we're hitting all <laughs> these different boxes. It's crazy. It's very difficult. Um, but I, yeah. I, kind of shifting into more of the marketing side of your music, like, I noticed like your Instagram is so aesthetically pleasing. Like it's just like every single like yeah. release that you've had, like you have a different like color scheme almost. It's like yeah. so cool. I was like, why do I not think of that? That's so awesome. So well, thank you. how did you like do, do that? Was that a decision, like an active decision that you were making or was that just something that happened to happen? Um, I think when I first started my music Instagram, I had a very specific, well, I love branding. So I had a very specific visual of like what I wanted my image to come across as and was incorporating things I liked and things like that. And that lasted for about two years. I was doing like everything purple. Don't ask why I'm really over it. Um, (laughs) I was into it at the time. Um, and so everything I did was like purple neon lights and, and all sorts of things like that. And then Mm -hmm. There was a point when I when I released Black Silverado that I was like, mm, this is getting old. And um, then I decided to do Burn Book. And with that, I started to come up with the whole visual. And I was like, ooh, it would be so cool to like have this whole era. And like out of nowhere, I just changed my Instagram and changed the vibe of everything, changed the way my captions were worded, like mm-hmm. changed my uppercase to lowercase. Like everything was like down to a certain look I guess and a certain feel um and then when that ended I was like okay I'm bored again (laughs) (laughs) kind of just changed it all over again it's fun to reinvent yourself I think yeah that's I mean do you think that's super important to marketing do you think it's important to have that kind of aesthetic like planned 
I think it makes such a difference. Okay. I have a podcast episode out just talking about branding because I think it's so interesting. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. use this example. I was like, if you, well, for my ladies listening, you there's a brand called Glossier. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. I've heard of it. Okay. It's have? a makeup brand. I, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen commercials. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Amazing. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> what they do, I don't so, know. But <laughs> <laughs> They're basically just a makeup brand. And I personally think everyone's obsessed with them just because of their aesthetic. They have oh. this clean, simple packaging. All of their products are clean and well-made. Mm-hmm. Um, and their Instagram is flawless. I don't think their product... I mean, how good the, could their products be? I don't know. People are obsessed with this brand. Yeah. Granted, I haven't tried anything. But I do think people are mostly obsessed with it because of their branding. Wow. I think that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But I think that makes sense for a lot of things. Like, why, yes. do, why is there really that big... Maybe I'm, I might strike the wrong chord here, but is there really that big of a difference between like Coke and Pepsi besides the branding? I can taste the difference, but like polar yeah, bears versus like 80s kids and like basketball. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I, oh, oh, I know no, what you're I talking it. about. I know what you're talking okay. about. You're talking about. The, okay. I was like, what yeah. are you? <laughs> what was this analogy you're making? I was like, I was so, I'm like, I'm going to sound insane. But <laughs> you you kind of did sound no. insane, but that's okay. But the glassier thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think you're honest a lot of sense. Uh, and you're, yeah, I, think I think you're think kind it, of taking that and nailing it. Um, not that it's exactly the same thing, but it seems like you understand what they're doing and are able to apply thank it to you. your thing. Would yeah. you would you like recommend that for like other musicians out there to definitely make sure you plan that out well before you do like a release or should it just be something that you're actively thinking about and like just, you can change it whenever? Or? I think I think it depends on who you are. I think if you're I feel like you could go about both ways. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it release by release and kind of reinvent yourself a ton, I think it could keep things interesting and keep your fan base fan bane Wow. <laughs> I've been doing I've been doing finance homework all day. Brain is oh, like completely fried. Oh. We've been um, there. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I think it keeps your fan base engaged. Mm-hmm. But if you're not someone to reinvent yourself every release, I think it would be really great to come up with some sort of constant image that you just apply to yourself and then everything yeah. else mm-hmm. will kind of go and yeah. fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, like... For example, I don't think Marin Morris does the reinvention every time with a release, but she has such a specific image mm-hmm. that everything kind of just goes. Okay. And you yeah. know, like a Marin Morris song, when you hear it, you know Marin Morris, who she is when you see her outfits and when you see her on stage. Mm-hmm. I think it, you could go either way. Yeah. No, I've never thought about it like that. That's kind of yeah. that's kind of cool to think about it that way. Um, but yeah. another aesthetic is your podcast so you have i want to kind of jump into that kind of shifting yeah. gears a little bit pop star and training love the name yes. by the way thank really. you um, <laughs> so what was the inspiration to do that podcast you know as podcasters ourselves we had our own kind of inspiration but what was your inspiration to share the knowledge that you have in the industry with others you know Again, it was kind of a quarantine hobby. Mm-hmm. I was getting real bored at home. That's, yep, that's us, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah. But I also felt like there were a lot of podcasts that I was listening to that were either way too basic, like, oh, I know all that stuff already, not to sound any type of way, just that, like, with 
the stuff I've been learning at Belmont. I was just like, okay, like I've learned that stuff in class. Yeah, yeah. And then there were podcasts that were way above like me they were like oh yeah so on tour do this this is I'm like i'm not on tour how yeah. do i <laughs> yeah like, yeah you know yeah, yeah. so all, they're always missing like that middle section between yeah. just starting and then already touring nobody yeah. does like exactly. the, the where's up. the in between yeah like give so, us more so information genius. on that yeah yeah thank you how do i get so, to tour <laughs> yeah right and you that's know? what i was trying to do is like bridge the gap a little because that's where i was and not that i have all the knowledge in the world but that someone has to be in the same position as me mm-hmm. like trying to figure it out together and i was like well if i'm in music city like figuring it out on my, like on my own and everyone's kind of doing the same thing i might as well just document my experiences and tell yeah. people what i've learned so far yeah so. That's so cool. Yeah. And I mean, there's also that thing. I think teachers say this all the time where they're like, you know, if you ask a question, there's likely someone else that has that same question that they're wondering. Yeah. So I think it's really awesome that you were able to do this. And so I know and I listened to your most recent episode, which everyone should listen to, by the way. It's really, really good. Um, you. you said there may or may not be a season two. Is there are you is there any updates on that? Is it gonna happen? <laughs> yes, give us the exclusive. Is there gonna be I would love to give you the exclusives. <laughs> you heard it here. Again, first. I like okay, so the podcast and the writers round were like I said, quarantine hobbies, and they ended up going way further than I expected to. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like bombarded with things to do this summer. So I had to put them on pause. Do I necessarily want to stop podcasting? No, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love talking about all this stuff yeah. i just i guess i need to wait till the fall and see what my life looks like gotcha. um yeah so hopefully there'll be a season two but it probably won't be recorded until the fall and then maybe wouldn't be out till like mid-fall or like mm-hmm. the beginning of the year gotcha yikes okay. <laughs> that's like scary to say out loud because <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh where is the time no, going time, you know yeah yeah time speeds like, by planning a year in advance freaks me out it's just yeah. scary for me I, I have a hard time planning for the weekend, so that yeah. um, <laughs> that just sounds crazy. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so when you're working on your podcast and you're trying to decide different uh, topics to you know talk about, how do you how do you like go about doing that? Yeah. So I would say I kind of gauge what my friends and I are wondering or what we have recently learned, and kind of go from there. Um, I also just like I said, try to like bridge that gap and figure out, well, what's, what do we think most people have learned at least in like the Belmont community or the Nashville community? And then what is everyone trying to figure out to get to the top? So I just try to find that middle ground. I'd I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And so I guess kind of to wrap everything up that we've been talking about, um, you have new music coming out in January. So it's a little bit of time until then. Could you give us a sneak peek a glimpse of what we should be looking forward to when that music comes out yeah so back to what we said all the way at the beginning of the interview about how i was writing songs that really resonated with people on a much deeper level that was the goal with that's the goal with this bigger album it's going to be full length um i'm thinking 13 songs because 13 is my lucky number which is a lot um that's a lot of songs it's a lot of songs, I know. Um, and I've been trying to write at least two songs a week. So nice. I, I I guess they're coming along. But basically, the, the goal with this album is just to write songs that are not talking about surface level stuff, are not talking about um, 
stuff that everyone talks about. I mean, there's so many songs about love. There's so many songs about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. How many more times can we say it? Like, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> also, I'm just, I've been single for so long that I'm like, can we just talk about something else, please? <laughs> like, I'm so over this. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't relate to this stuff anymore. Yeah, um, right. So I started writing about topics that are just, Things that no one's talking about that we need to talk about. I mean, the state of the world that we're in right now, there's a lot of conversations happening and a lot of different opinions being like Mm -hmm. thrown across the room Mm -hmm. that I'm like, well, you know what? I, I think that there should be, I think it should level up to music. We're talking all about it on Instagram and in Instagram galleries and carousel posts. We're talking about it on podcasts. We're talking about it on TikToks, Mm -hmm. but no one's brave enough to write the songs about it. Actually, I take that back. Demi Lovato, her latest album really talked about some tough topics. And that that is someone that I'm like, finally, someone's brave enough to talk about Mm -hmm. drugs and overdose and addiction and um, mental health. And she has, she's got a lot going on and she's just brave enough to be like, yeah, so I'm going through all this. I'm sure a lot of you guys are too. And Mm -hmm. we're just going to put it in song this time. So that's kind of the goal with this album. And I'm really really excited about That's it amazing yeah i can't wait and i think people are gonna I think people are gonna like it hopefully yeah. well i'm <laughs> i'm extremely excited i think that's awesome Thanks. it's definitely something that does need to be done more in music um there is a yeah. lot of repetitive you know songs that you know can get tiring yeah. of the topics but i'm yeah. very excited for it if it's anything like your ep i'm sure it'll be fantastic thank um you. thank you again for coming on that's you know sadly all the time we have right now but I really appreciate you coming on and Lucas and I both wish you the best of luck with everything going forward and we'll make sure to share your music when it comes out. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, thank you again and we'll talk to you later. Is there anything else you want to plug before we head out? No, you guys are just so awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was so great. You made me feel really special, like my music matters and (laughs) everything. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And good luck to you guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, well, we'll talk to you later. Sounds good.